Hello, and welcome to Objective Health. I am your host, Doug, and with me are my co-hosts, Erica, Elliot, and Tiff. Hello. Hello. And in the background is Damien, keeping it real. Hello. So today on the show, we are going to be talking about what's going to be the next big pandemic. What's it going to be? Everything in the news right now is saying monkeypox, but I'm a little bit skeptical of that. Um, for a couple of reasons. I mean, yeah, it's monkeypox, monkeypox everywhere. And they're ramping up the fear big time, mm -hmm. um, which is something that's normally a, a rather inane virus. You know, you get sick for a couple of weeks, you shake it off, you go back to work or whatever. Um, but they are certainly spreading the fear on this. Um, I, I'm very skeptical that this is going to be like some big major pandemic. I think it's going to be a big fat nothing burger. Um, for one thing, it doesn't generally kill people. This is a funny thing, actually. They're spreading around uh, this figure that um, it kills 10% of people. The thing is, there's actually two strains of it. Actually, Damien, I, um, I sent you an image. Um, it says, what is, what is monkeypox? It's kind of just a graphic. You have it there? Because I just wanted to point this out. Um, yeah. So it's it's a graphic that's uh, um, spread around by some British newspaper. I can't remember which one. Express or something like that. And uh, it says, why is it dangerous? The Central African variant has a 10% death rate, while the West African strain has a 1% death rate. Okay. And that's all they say. They don't say anything about what what strain has actually been spotted in Western countries. It's the one percent one. So that this is it, like they're spreading around this ten percent death rate thing, but that, that's not the strain that's actually circulating right now. It's uh, it's the one that actually only causes the one percent death rate. So that's and there was also actually an interesting article up on the Guardian. Um, the NHS just edited their monkeypox page to make it scarier. Um, so basically there were a few changes that they made up until a few days ago, according to the archive links, the monkeypox page said this regarding person to person's transmission. It's very uncommon to get monkeypox from a person with the infection because it does not spread easily between people. It has now been totally removed. There was another one that they removed. Monkeypox is usually a mild illness that will get better on its own without treatment. Some people can develop more serious symptoms, so patients with monkeypox in the UK are cared for in specialist hospitals. Okay, so that's been removed. Basically, anything that actually told you the truth about the virus, that it's not that big a deal, has been removed from the NHS page. Also, the NHS has been spreading around the idea that meat you have to watch out for your meat. That uh, if not you not just monkey meat, though. No, any meat, <laughs> any meat at all. Any meat. Okay. You have to make sure it's very well cooked, because you can get monkeypox from it. There's no evidence for that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there there might be some in Africa where if you eat uh, meat of uh, monkeypox infected uh, livestock, maybe you can get monkeypox from it. But it doesn't it doesn't sound like it's very well documented. Um, and well, additionally, I think that the only monkeypox that they ever found was in a lab. 
like lab monkeys, not monkeys in the wild, if I'm not mistaken. They've never found monkeypox in a wild monkey? Yeah. Was it just like in a lab, lab monkeys, like they're doing experiments with lab macaques or something, and they came up with this new strain of monkeypox? But I, I don't recall ever seeing that they actually found it in a wild monkey. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Well, it seems to be pushing that narrative more that it's an animal-born illness and not yeah. a lab-created illness. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, another... Or tinkered weird, with. A weird yeah. thing about this, I mean, aside from all the movies that have come out, like in the past, like 12 Monkeys and 28 Days Later, where there's this strain of virus that comes out of a lab monkey that goes around and kills everybody. But there was there was a couple of articles that came out, I think it was January of this year, uh, there was a some vials of smallpox that were found in a freezer mm -hmm. in a Philadelphia laboratory. And they quickly sequestered the vials and, you know, uh, there was only a few articles I remember seeing about that. And then there was a crash in uh, Pennsylvania where a lab monkey, I mean, a lab truck uh, uh transporting a bunch of lab monkeys crashed into another truck or something and the crates of monkeys were all on the street and some passerby some woman just went by and tried to assist and assist a monkey yeah she tried to help the monkeys and one of the monkeys hissed in her face and she got sick so that she was got pink, another... she got pink eye yeah she got the pink eye it was something else she had like flu-like symptoms and pink eye yeah yeah, I was that, that brought that to mind too when I when I heard about this monkeypox thing. I was like, wait a minute, wasn't there like a truck crash with a bunch of bunch of lab monkeys on it, and some lady yeah. got sick from it? And at the time, I remember thinking, wow, that's so silly, like something out of a movie. And here we are with a monkeypox that's <laughs> <laughs> about to wipe out humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like I was saying, I don't really think that the monkeypox <laughs> is the thing. The other thing is too. I mean, we just did our our last show or the show before that on um, the WHO treaty, the the treaty that all these countries are signing on for for the pandemic preparedness stuff, and mm. it's not ready yet. It's like it doesn't come out until like 2024. So I don't think they're gonna you know have some crazy pandemic uh, when they don't have all the countries signed on yet. I think that they're kind of opportunists and they're, this is probably something that just came out. Like, I, 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 I don't know, but I kind of think that maybe these kinds of things happen fairly frequently. I mean, aren't we always hearing about this kind of stuff? Like, oh, there's an Ebola case in Idaho oh, or sure. something like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe that they're just being opportunistic and they're using this as an opportunity to remind everybody that diseases are very dangerous and they're everywhere. And keeping people, keeping it in the minds of people, like mm -hmm. now that COVID is done, it's kind of like you, we're going to probably see a bunch of these, right? Where they're just kind of coming out with these, uh, these quick little uh, news headlines where everybody freaks out about something and then it just kind of disappears. That's my prediction anyway. I, I can't see this really being that bad.
I think that's what uh, most of us thought with COVID, right? Because yeah, true. Um, because <laughs> historically, we've we've had many of those, and I, I'm 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 saying that I think it probably is is just going to be a, a, you know, a bit of a bit of fear mongering whilst they whilst they can, and I think perhaps what they've done is picked up on the general sentiment of the population. You know, they see that the population are kind of getting a little bit too back to normal. Uh, they're not scared enough. You know that they're, they're they're no longer fearful to leave the houses and to interact with other human beings. They need to be put back in their place, right? <clears throat> and even if they're not going to take it very far, uh, was very, very, very kind of curious, uh, a little bit coincidental at least, is you have there's a a big organization like a philanthropical organization or some other kind of organization they're called new the nuclear threat initiative and this is made up of like a, a bunch of very wealthy powerful individuals uh and the idea behind it is uh it's scientists who get together who who discuss uh they run out exercises different scenarios how countries might respond a little bit somewhat similar to what we're talking about prior in a two shows ago, I, I believe we're talking about this, uh, this treaty, the world health, health organized health organization treaty on a COVID or pandemic future pan, pandemic preparedness. Well, this is a kind of similar thing. And uh, there was a paper which was published uh, in March, 2021, or it's from a conference in March, 2021, and it was titled Strengthening Global Systems to Prevent and Respond to High-Consequence Biological Threats. Now, what's fascinating is that uh, one of the scenarios in this particular exercise or uh, thought exercise, let's say, uh, was a, a biological attack of monkeypox, which would start on May 15th, 2022. So is the <laughs> following year, following year, uh, an outbreak of monkeypox, May 15th. And <laughs> there have been a couple of articles written about this where people have basically picked up on this and, and actually been sharing it on social media. There's been lots of discussion on Twitter. And um and 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 there's a a very close correlation, like in terms of the day that mm-hmm. um that we originally heard of this monkeypox outbreak and it fits very it fits quite perfectly with this scenario that this uh, massive organization had come up with uh in terms of preparing for biological weapons attacks i find that very interesting which to me seems uh could be seen as some evidence that this is very much tinkering from the authorities and is is just another uh, scare i think it could be too that it's like the hors d'oeuvre of uh, the big feast of potential smallpox mm. in the future. Because uh, Bill Gates was speaking in 2017 at the Munich Security Conference, and he used the threat of smallpox to argue this whole health security and international security merging. Mm-hmm. So it might just be like a introduce that the idea to the public, and you know, it's not they don't need, they don't have a vaccine for it or anything, but as Doug was saying, and you know, the who we know is just, you know, get that uh, 
social distancing down, you know, mm -hmm. uh, make sure that there's contract con contact tracing happening so that when the inevitable smallpox emerges they'll be all right set to go in 2024 of course yeah <laughs> the time they once everybody created the in, yeah the entire framework to just uh serve that dish up that is very bizarre though that it was actually the exact same date like that's kind of mm -hmm. crazy uh you're making me rethink things here uh elliot yeah maybe this is well, maybe this is the one another silly thing about it is uh besides the dates matching up but uh they said it started in a country called brinia <laughs> which i don't know it just made me made me think of britain but you know mm. other people said it made them think of britain too but mm. it had the unusual coincidence of being like one of the first places that started reporting the pox. Interesting. Very interesting. And it's got a couple of the same people who were at event 201. Um, well, those things are all attended the by the same people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a but big it's club. All, it's a lot of the same people in this big club, these names that we keep seeing all the time when it comes to these virus scares. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to give an idea of the progression of this, um, it, in their scenario, their thought exercise, it says that it starts on May 15th and there's, what, four deaths with 1,400 cases in Brunia, wherever this is, maybe it's Britain. Uh, by January 2023, there's 83 countries affected, 70 million cases and 1.3 million deaths. The monkeypox strain is engineered to be vaccine resistant. Next, by one year after the initial outbreak, so May 2023, there are 480 million cases with 27 million deaths. And the revelation is of a terror group. Or, uh, um, sorry, the origins uh, came from infiltration of a bio lab but by a terror, terror group. So a terrorist organization get into a, a civilian bio lab and leak the monkeypox. That's that's where it came from. That's where they find out it comes from. And then uh, by December 2023, there have been 3.2 billion cases with 271 million deaths. Uh, that's, that's a lot. That's pretty outrageous. So it's like an outline of what their uh, potential plans for the future How many are. deaths did they predict for COVID? How many millions of deaths? I don't remember, but... I don't remember either. It's true. Yeah. They're having fun with this one. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. But if it worked with COVID, why not keep it up, you know? Yeah. People still fall for it. But it seems like the universe is presenting people like, okay, look at this, guys. In case you didn't get it with COVID, here's your second chance to not fall for the hoax. I mean, are you going to get it this time or are you going to keep going along with it? Well, that's the other thing, too. <clears throat> There's the whole um, boy who cried wolf phenomenon going on as yeah. well, right? And what this might be is that they will keep on bringing out these stupid little things everybody freaks out and then nothing happens and then along will come the big one and nobody's going to be paying attention everybody's going to be like oh my god again are you kidding me 
no, I'm not locking down. No, I'm not social distancing. No, I'm not getting your vaccines. And yeah, so then when the actual, the real thing comes along, it's like nobody's ready. Nobody could possibly be ready. Well, there's been a lot of monkeypox memes going around uh, with Bill Gates and Anthony Anthony Fauci's faces on monkeys and they're like grooming each other like monkeys and I think a lot of people are suspicious this time around but we'll see how yeah. it goes yeah well the other possibility that we'd be seeing a lot in the news before the whole monkeypox thing came down is uh, bird flu so this one actually, to me, seems like it might be a little bit more significant. And mostly because it seems like it's basically weaponized. Um, anybody who ever watches um, Ice Age Farmer, he did a really uh, great video actually called Bird Flu, the Next Pandemic? Question mark. And um, in it, he's talking about how what seems like might be happening is that they're basically weaponizing bird flu to it's it's what he talks about is uh an attack on protein basically mm -hmm. like all the um meat producing animals um and that the bird flu seems to be like you know it's an excuse for them to cull massive flocks of birds and mm -hmm. there's already chicken shortages going on and egg shortages going on and we all know from the last show i think that we did um about uh, the vertical farming and the meat alternatives and all that kind of stuff that their their plan seems to be to kind of bring in a system where uh, home farming doesn't actually exist anymore or even small farming. Uh, everything is done in urban farms, uh, vertical farms, and meat is all basically like lab grown or just straight up fake. And a good way to do that would be to well, make the chicken too dangerous to eat or not exist anymore because all the flocks had to be culled. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was interesting. And like the, a lot of the evidence that he presents is pretty uh, persuasive. So it wouldn't surprise me if um, this actually is a more um, possible threat. And it, it's also uh, pointed out, it was in a Mercola article actually called Will a Weaponized H5N1 Bird Flu Become the Next Manufactured Pandemic? And there's also the possibility of it jumping into humans. Now, the thing is, like the chance of that happening just out in the wild is pretty damn slim. The problem is that they've already done it in the lab. They have basically, they mixed it. So get this, they decided they would take bird flu and they would combine it with the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic flu. And I think they threw in one of the latest flus that went around the, the, the world uh, recently as well, just for good measure. And yeah, essentially they just tweaked it and turned it into an absolutely insane super flu. You know, something that they do this all under the, the, the guise of uh, research, right? Oh, well, we have to create these things so we can see how it could happen in the wild. It's like, no, dude, you're making it. You're actually making this. If it's going to get out there, it's because you made it. It's not because it might happen in the wild. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's certainly a possibility that, uh, you know, I mean, the one thing that makes me think 
it's possibly not going to happen is that they publicized it. They actually told everybody that they did it. And it was rather controversial in the science world. Whereas if it was some kind of secret plan to do it, but then again, I mean, who cares? Then it just gets released in their lab and they're like, oops, sorry guys. And yet no one is called to task for these alleged uh, lab leaks. No. Ever. No. Well, in that article too, they talk about how George Bush in 2005 warned of a bird flu killing 2 million Americans. Americans and possibly 150 million globally, and it never uh, materialized. But lo and behold, gain of function research was funded to t- the tune of billions of dollars and justified as necessary so they could develop vaccines, right? So it's like they create the scenario, they get all their cronies in on making big money, and then they turn around and mandate it and force people to take it and oh well we're, we're wrong it's not a big thing right kind of like what we're seeing now so sorry to cut you off Tiff. oh no go ahead i forgot what i was gonna say well anyway i think um if i was gonna vote on what the next pandemic is gonna be like if i was gonna place money on it or something i would probably go with bird flu rather than monkeypox what do you guys think <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the monkeypox, like if you just go on PubMed and you look at any article on monkeypox, which was published before May this year, I mean, you, you just read all of the published literature on it. It's it's benign. Mm. Like, it's really benign. Like, unless they've tweaked something in the lab to basically be really bad, then, <clears throat> I mean... We can't rule that stuff out because we know what those guys have been playing playing with. This is this is this is their 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 business, right? This yeah, this is what they do. This is this is what they do. They're crazy scientists. Um, they uh have been working on trying to produce like pandemic worthy pathogens which could kill massive amounts of people. Um, it doesn't seem like that's the case with monkeypox. Monkeypox does spread between you, uh, like uh, to humans. It's not like uh, it's not some strange virus which has never been found in humans. It's just been found in Africa. The thing to factor in is that Africa. I mean, the majority of them live in poverty. The majority of them like don't have access to sanitation and that kind of thing. Uh, in in specifically in the poorer countries, you look at places like Democratic Republic of Congo, which is is the has the highest. Uh, rate of of disease and even then it's it's not that high it's relatively small considering its overall population but you look at their kind of living conditions uh you know these people are uh we we don't know what kind of like uh social uh, physiological factors make them more likely to get viruses you know like it could be that actually when you're malnourished when you're in certain situations then yeah, of course, your immune system is going to be weaker. So we don't even know if these viruses are necessarily even applicable in the Western world. That might be one of the reasons why we don't really see them that often. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, uh, there doesn't seem to be any evidence whatsoever that this is like the the next big pandemic. Uh, that being said, uh, you know the the evidence does suggest that there are scientists that have been working on trying to mix together you know, mix and match and genetically engineer different pathogens, different viruses, different combinations of viruses. Uh, and this one, which McCullough discusses, is is particularly concerning 
you know, it's talking, like you mentioned, Doug, it's talking about this mixture of the H5N1 with H1N1 uh, creating uh, an airborne hybrid capable of completely evading the human immune system, effectively rendering humans defenseless against it. I mean, that's like that's like some out of a horror movie, right? Yeah. I think in some of these cases too, a lot of this stuff gets hyped up because in that, I think I read like some of the further articles that discuss that and they said it's capable, but they did this in a lab using uh lab simulated models so they didn't actually test this on anybody so how do they know for sure that you can completely wipe out the human immune system i think a lot of this research is designed to sound a lot scarier than it actually is if they're using computer models and genetic sequences Mm -hmm. but I would have to say, I don't know, if they are going to use monkeypox or bird flu, I mean, who's to say, like, why can't they do both of them? Are they putting any restrictions on themselves? I mean, with the the bird flu, at least they have the added benefit of being able to totally decimate the chicken supply, at least in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Then with the the monkeypox, I mean, they had a good thing going with COVID. I don't know why they would want to ruin that by piling on more virus, but who's to know what <laughs> what they're playing at and what they they actually want to do. I think it's just more, you know, we've always had virus scares ever since they started uh, discussing viruses. So I think that's something that's always going to be with us now if they decide to take this to the next level. I don't know, maybe they're really high on their own power right now and they saw their success and they want to try it again. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, so nobody's going to bet me on it? Like money? Yeah, who's putting money on it? (laughs) I'm saying it ain't monkeypox. I vote for it not being monkeypox. I vote for it being monkeypox. All right. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And all of a sudden it's changed and it's so much more transmissible, but they don't offer any explanation as to why. And then what's this weird stuff about men who sleep with other men getting it? And why are they trying to bring that aspect into it? So it's definitely gonna be interesting. Like COVID, they had the pandemic exercise before it. Yeah. The news is all over it. Belgium is already saying they're gonna start uh requesting that people quarantine themselves for 21 days if they're diagnosed so i think this has the potential not to go all the way as far as covid but just to continue the whole viral scare thing but i think they're going to take it somewhere (laughs) yeah no i that's that's what i think too like basically i just think it's not it's not going to be the next pandemic but they are going to try and scare the crap out of people with it as much as they possibly can yeah. yeah, it's priming. It's priming people for what's coming next. Not, you know, if it's going to come next, but what's going to come next. You know, I mean, it's the constant repetition of, you know, as you said, why they need, why we need them, right? We need them to make sure and monitor our health and security because we're just five-year-old children that don't know how to behave. Yeah, exactly. I just thought of something, you know, it's kind of interesting that, you know, the way every time there's like some big 
um, shooting or false flag or something like that, they were always doing like a training exercise the same day. There was always like the cops or the uh, the army or something like that are always doing a training exercise. And it's like a live shooter training exercise. And then there is actually a live shooter that day. It's kind of like that, the way that all these these, uh, you know, a, a virus comes out and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we just did this exact scenario. We just played it out um, at this conference that we did. It's just so weird. Is it just that they're doing these conferences absolutely like constantly and they are always like picking, they've picked so many different viruses that or bacteria or whatever that there's just so many of them that you can always go back to one and say, oh, look, these guys, like they, they already did this. I don't know. Well, and it's also timing. I mean, the World Economic Forum is meeting right now, right? To discuss the future of humanity, at least economically. <laughs> it's just more more to add into the pot, the yeah. stew, the wicked stew. <clears throat> it's so strange. Anywho, uh, you guys any, got anything else to add? Because I think we're coming up on our time here. All I'm right, going to we'll keep wait. an eye on it. I'm going to keep an eye on monkeypox. Hopefully we won't need to do another show again. Oh my However, God. I had we said that about now? COVID. <laughs> I think I said that about COVID two years ago, yeah. about, you know, more than two years ago. So let's hopefully we won't need to do another show on oh this. However, think about that. you've got the, uh, you've got the, you got some of it, like the World Health Organization and other, you know, international health organizations that are advising that contact tracing, social distancing, you know, social distancing and strategic isolation is potentially going to be necessary. Fortunately, no mass vaccination campaign just yet. But, but there are vaccines that are effective against it, just waiting in the wings that Biden just yeah, right. brought a big supply of. Yeah, there's many companies who have basically... And they're safe and effective. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yes. So there's definitely financial incentive. I think it's a little bit too raw after the COVID thing, though, right? I think it's a little too bit too raw. Yeah. But that would be implying that they're trying to show us mercy by holding back monkeypox and i don't think they have any mercy in them i just don't know if people are gonna buy it but yeah i don't know i still i still think it's a nothing burger i think they're they're opportunists and this happened and they're jumping on it but i think it's probably gonna go nowhere well and the fda just just approved a um intravenous version of t-pox just in case and that happened uh yeah, just like last week. <laughs> so just what, in case, you know, just in case. It's like an antiviral? It's like, yeah, it's an approved intravenous version of T-pox uh, is uh, only used to treat active smallpox or monkeypox, not to prevent it. So for those few people that might get it in the U.S., they already FDA just approved it like this week, probably May 15th. So I wonder if we'll have the whole T-pox, ivermectin type of thing. Right. With COVID, there'll be that argument. And then we'll have to relive this whole thing over like some kind of weird, stupid viral groundhog day. (laughs) It's genetically modified groundhog. Tiff, didn't you know? (laughs) It lives forever. (laughs) Well... This I hope that this isn't the first of uh, two years worth of monkeypox shows because I don't really want to do that part of Groundhog Day again. 
Yeah. Personally. If monkeypox becomes a real thing, I quit. <laughs> I resign. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. We're done. Sorry, guys. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. And we will see you guys all on the next one. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.